0: Uh, If you guys haven't already listened to the episode, make sure you go back. It's good. Uh, Joel was on there. It was great. Our good buddy, Joel. I think he really brought the best out of both of us. You know, it was something to kind of spice up our relationship. You know, things kind of get stale sometimes. Okay. So you got to get a third person involved. (laughs) Terrible. This is a football podcast, not a marriage advice podcast. No,
1: absolutely not. I'm just
0: kidding. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of your local Walmart Santa's favorite football (laughs) podcast. That's right. Walmart has a Santa? Yeah. I didn't actually... Oh, oh, shoot. I was going to say mall, not Walmart. Why did I say Walmart? (laughs) You idiot. Walmart would not have a Santa. I don't think so. Oh, man. Not only did we not get the endorsement of real Santa, <laughs> but we couldn't even get the endorsement of the mall Santa. And
1: we, we couldn't get the endorsement of Walmart. Because he'd be still ex- hold we're still holding on to that um that AMP me sponsorship. AMP me so.
0: sponsorship is all we have. Yeah. Make sure you pay the forty bucks a month that it costs for <laughs> yeah. AMP Me or whatever it is. That's right. outrageous. It's ridiculous. But I'm joined, sorry, I'm joined by my illustrious illustrious producer joe teeson how's it going joe Uh, it's it's going it is going well it is that's good yeah we're rolling in the hit
1: me money (laughs) um you guys are using our promo code yeah uh, use our promo
0: code walmart santa <laughs> yeah. this week it's pretty long uh you don't actually get any discount but you get like a cute little uh, emoji when you when you purchase it yeah so it's still 40 bucks a month and they also
1: send you one of those uh walmart stickers
0: yeah the smiley face ones <laughs> the ones that are, they're supposed to go on bags actually they're not even really stickers yeah i think they're just for returns but they give them to children not true yeah i'm serious so the walmart greeters are not as nice as you think they are well, uh, that's fine. Yeah, but before we get into, you know, our, 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 our weekly rabbit trails, this is The Average Joe Football Show. For those of you guys that are, are listening for the very first time, welcome to The Average Joe Football Show. We are going to talk uh, football, all things NFL. Well, I'm going to talk. Joe is going to listen or watch videos on his <laughs> phone. We, you know, we haven't... wagyu st- wag you steak. <laughs> haven't, yeah, about wagyu steak. Dry aged. Dry aged. Mm. Uh, this is the show... With two guys named Joe, Uh, one of us knows a lot about football, myself. The other one, uh, not as much. Uh, And it's a a show where we talk NFL football. Heck, we used to talk XFL football. Uh, And, you know, we're going to talk about week 15 that we just had. It was actually a really fun week, a lot of really cool things. We're going to go through every single game that happened. I'm going to give you my picks for next week uh and then we uh, we're, we're going to get into a little christmas themed episode yeah what a little christmas i'm going to give some gifts to people in the nfl realm in the no nfl way. universe yeah some people you know it's the it's the season of giving uh so make sure that you st- you you stay tuned for that uh, and also it's the season of giving uh, it's the holiday season. Make sure you share. You give and this And also, pod, yeah. we're
1: going to give away an Xbox Series 1. <laughs> yeah, Series X. And also a PS5. PS5, yes, exactly. the first person to like uh, this episode. Yes,
0: give us a five-star rating and you will you will be entered to have a chance to win. Entered to have a chance yeah.
1: to win. And it, use our promo code. Yes. A- oh shoot i was gonna make like an average joe football show acronym <laughs> but i didn't i couldn't even think of it that no, was
0: well that's hard that's a tough uh, that's a tough thing to do but yeah make sure you use our promo code when you give us a five-star rating on <laughs> apple podcast use the promo code joe what's the promo code use a promo code santa baby santa baby that's or right Or walmart santa either one will work. or santa buddy if you're more of a michael buble fan <laughs> yeah uh but yeah no seriously it's all it's the season of giving make sure you give this podcast to somebody Uh, If you enjoy the podcast, hey, we enjoy you as a person. Thank you very much uh, for listening to the podcast. Thank you for giving us a five-star rating. Thank you for following us on Instagram and Twitter, underscore average Joe show. uh, And just continue to do that. You know, we're growing, a growing podcast. Uh, We need your support. You guys have no clue how much uh, one share, one like, one rating, you know, how far that goes uh and you know it's only right it's the holiday season you know there are people out in the cold you're right bad now. if you don't honestly you are bad if you don't um but yeah joe how how you been how's your week if you, you said that already I, I did already ask yeah you, you asked me i
1: i've been good that's, that's you're still good I'm were still you good, good last time i asked you as from well? the last time
0: till now i'm a little worse Okay, <laughs> a little worse, a little peeved. But I don't want to talk about it. Okay, well, that's a lot has happened since the last time I asked you. Yeah. Speaking of last time, last episode, really fun episode. Make we sure We had you, a really good talk. Really good talk. Really <laughs> good talk. It was this a, was good, a good, com- good one. Conversation with my friends. Uh, friends, we actually had a guest on the podcast. Make sure you guys go back and listen to that episode. It was really fun. It was honestly probably the most fun I've ever had recording one of these podcasts. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it was a really good one and that really hurts you know like
1: you and i i think have a good dynamic and yeah. have a good friendship but like then you oh, wow. add somebody yeah. else in and then yeah it's kind of it's first of all steals my thunder second of all robs me of that friendship mm. kind of gets in the way of our friendship yeah i don't know okay
0: well but, you know and you you can you can think that but i feel like uh, you know, Joel, I'm going to say who it was, our special guest, Joel. Uh, <laughs> if you guys haven't already listened to the episode, make sure you go back. It's good. Uh, Joel was on there. It was great. Our good buddy, Joel. I think he really brought the best out of both of us. You know, it was something that kind of spice up our relationship. Like, you know, some things kind of get stale sometimes. Okay. So you got to get a third person oh, involved. Okay. <laughs>
1: Terrible.
0: No, this is a football podcast, no, not a marriage advice no, podcast. No, absolutely so not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't. I did. I just said relationship. We're we're we we're, we're not in. A, we're not married. For those of you that don't know, <laughs> believe it or not, Joe and I are not married. Are not married yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 apparently, when you get to seventy-five podcast episodes, legally you, you are have wed. To, and yeah, it's like a what's that common law? I think. Common, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. common law. So when you get to seventy-five podcast episodes, you actually legally you share possessions. Wow. Yeah. So we're almost there. This is episode 36 seven yeah which means that we're like kind of yeah. we're not
1: we're, we're over halfway there I say. yeah we're over, over
0: halfway. so we're you know we're getting there we're getting there soon we, we will be wed uh and uh yeah, oh yeah i don't like where that went no i don't like where that went either should restart? Like, yeah we should maybe <laughs> start it from the top yeah. um but uh, uh but without further ado you know unless we have more uh whatever that was to talk about <laughs> uh why don't we just jump into the football and we're gonna you know we're gonna jump in with with a little news actually no yeah some way. news make sure we hit the news joe hit the news music hit
1: the, hit the news
0: um. hit, the music.
1: <clears throat> hit the
0: music we have one piece of news well we, there was, there is was more than one piece but this. You know, during the during the season, there's a lot of crap to talk about. Not going to lie, there's a lot of games going on, a lot of things. So we we haven't hit the news all that much because it was kind of an off-season thing. But the Pro Bowl rosters were announced this week uh, for both the AFC and the NFC. So players uh, making the Pro Bowl uh, were announced this week. Uh, and, and on the AFC side, I think we're just going to go through. I'm not going to talk too much about players that were snubbed or whatever because you can go on forever saying, you know, Players that you know deserve to be in the Pro Bowl, and for the most part, it, yeah, a lot of it comes down to bias. People who are just are like, this person on my team should have made it, uh, and I absolutely feel the same way. I feel like guys like Emmanuel Ogba on the Miami Dolphins, you know, deserve to be in the Pro Bowl when he's like uh, top five in sacks. But a guy like Frank Clark on the Chiefs somehow made it, who has uh, less impressive stats. But you know, that's again, that's my bias coming out. Uh, but the Dolphins did have one pro bowler on, on the AFC side of things. And that team, the AFC side, uh, for the quarterbacks, we have obviously Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, obviously, Deshaun Watson, which is actually a little bit of a surprise. He has played really well. This te- The team is terrible. Uh, but Deshaun Watson, uh, if he was on a better team, would probably be an MVP candidate with the way that he's played uh, at times this year. Uh, so those are the quarterbacks. And then at running back, we have Derrick Henry, duh, Nick Chubb, of course. Josh Jacobs, which is a little bit of a surprise, uh maybe you know james robinson a guy like that from from jacksonville maybe could have been in that spot josh jacobs hasn't had uh i don't don't know if he's had an all pro level year but he does make the pro bowl and then receivers you have tyreek hill who's obvious Stephon diggs who's probably been one of if not the best receiver in football this year keenan allen aj brown i think those are all those are all fairly reasonable we have travis kelsey darren waller at the tight end position patrick ricard uh, at the fullback position, uh, if you want to argue about fullbacks, you can gladly do that. I'm not going to do it. Uh, and then at, on the offensive line, Laramie Tunsil, Eric Fisher, Quentin Nelson, Joel Batonio, Marquise Pouncey, Orlando Brown, David DeCastro, and Ryan Kelly. Fair enough. Those are offensive linemen. Uh, you know, there's a couple of guys that people felt like should have been uh, put in the, in, in the Pro Bowl roster. But uh, we won't get too much into that. Uh, And then uh, defensive uh, ends or edge rushers. Miles Garrett, Joey Bosa, and Frank Clark, like we talked about. Interior defensive linemen for the AFC. Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward, and Calais Campbell. Uh, And then linebackers. TJ Watt, Bradley Chubb, uh, which is a little bit of a surprise there. Darius Leonard, Tremaine Edmonds, Matthew Judon, and then corners for the AFC side of things. Xavier Howard of the Dolphins, Tredavious White, Minka Fitzpatrick, Tyron Matthew, Marlon Humphrey, Stephon Gilmore, uh, and Justin Simmons. And then there's special teams guys, Morgan Cox, uh, believe is a long snapper, Jake Bailey. Uh, and then Justin Tuck, Jake Bailey, the punter. Uh, Justin Tucker, kicker. Obviously, Joe, you know all about Justin Tucker. Yeah. He said 100... The sun b- Devil. Sun. I'm just kidding. No. That's Zane Gonzalez. And where did Justin Tucker go to college? He went to Kentucky... <laughs>
1: oh, Control- <laughs> I-, I meant to say college, and then I completely screwed up my words there. He went to uh, um, KCU,
0: baby. KCU. And what yeah. does KCU stand K-S-U. for? KSU. KSU. Kentucky State University. Kentucky State University. Close. You went to a little school called... The University. BYU. No, Texas. The University of Texas. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 100% BYU. I mean, you know, I could see it. I could see him going to BYU. Uh, But the the two special teamers that also made it, Andre Roberts uh, as a kick returner, and Matthew Slater, who makes it by default every year. Uh, And then we go over the NFC side of things. At the quarterback position for the NFC roster, we got Aaron Rodgers, who's you know, a good good chance he's going to win MVP this year. Russell Wilson, who was an MVP candidate uh, at one point. Kyler Murray is the third quarterback. Uh, a lot of people kind of questioning why Tom Brady wasn't put on there. You can argue. I think it's a good argument. Uh, that could be a good debate. Him or Kyler Murray, who deserves it more. But uh, I, I'm not going to say Kyler Murray doesn't deserve it. There's times that this year where he's played like an MVP candidate. I also think there's time this year where he has not played... Uh, up to standard at all. And that pass offense has been pretty bad at times this year. Uh, but then the running backs, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, I think those are all fair. Uh, really, really good players. The NFC has some crazy good running backs. And then receiver Devonta Adams, who's been crazy this year. Uh, we talked about last episode how it seems like he has 115 yards and a touchdown every single week. Uh, and then DeAndre Hopkins, who is just likes to fawn one, one of the best uh, free agents slash trade acquisitions um, this off season, And then DK Metcalf uh, and Justin Jefferson, the rookie getting into the Pro Bowl in his first season. Surprised not to see Adam Thielen in there, uh, potentially. Justin Jefferson did get there over him. Uh, but Adam Thielen's had a pretty nice year as well. And then a tight end, TJ Hawkinson, uh, the second year tight end, makes it in. And Evan Ingram, which was a little bit of a surprise. Evan Ingram making it into the Pro Bowl. Uh, I don't know if... I think he's had like one receiving touchdown this year. So I don't know. Whatever. That's just a tight end position of a Pro Bowl. But uh, and then you have Kyle Juszczyk, obviously the fullback for the 49ers getting in. And then David Bakhtiari, Trent Williams, Brandon Scherf, uh, Elton Jenkins, Jason Kelsey, Teron Armstead, Frank Ragnow, and Andres Pete. Fun fact about Frank Ragnow, he played with a a fractured throat. In a game this last week or the week not this last game, but the week before that, uh, Frank now played with a fractured throat. What is a fractured throat? I don't want to know. <laughs>
1: that sounds like well, the... it just reminds me of somebody who's like esophagus. You ever seen someone who can move their who can like move their entire esophagus, like grab it and go?
0: Oh gosh. No, I don't know. I don't really? think I ever want to see that. Oh, it's it's really disgusting. That sounds horrific.
1: I, I just imagine that like someone's esophagus is just snapped in half. Oh gosh.
0: Like the the throat is not a bone, right? I don't know what like you
1: have in there. You have some. It's, I think I oh, thought like it was cartilage, like, right? Rings, rings of cartilage and such. Like, how do know. you
0: fracture that? And if when you fracture it, how do you fix it? That's insane. He played. He just played the game a too. A neck cast. A, ne- a neck cast. So you have to shove a cast down your throat. No, you just a neck brace. No, I know, but I was making a joke. Is oh. all. Oh, so yeah. So the way you do it is you have to put a cast in your throat. In your th- yeah, like that. Should I keep yeah. it going or? They like you know the stuff that they pour to make a cast. They just pour <laughs> it in your esophagus. They just ask you to just not swallow, just kind of let it go. <laughs> just and, let and, it sit there. Let it sit and settle. Yeah, let it settle in there. Ugh. Oh goodness. Anyways, the edge defenders for the NFC roster, uh, Cameron Jordan, who makes it over Trey Hendrickson who actually was uh, his teammate there in New Orleans, who's probably actually had a better year than Cameron Jordan. But uh, a lot of the Pro Bowl is a popularity contest. Uh, and Brandon Graham, that's why Chase Young made it in. He's had a good year for a rookie. I don't know if he's good enough to be uh, a Pro Bowler at the edge rusher position. But then you have Aaron Donald, uh, Fletcher Cox made it in, Grady Jarrett at the interior defensive lineman. And then linebackers, you got Khalil Mack, Zadarius Smith, Bobby Wagner, Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, and Fred Warner, and then at the cornerbacks, that's defensive backs, Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander, Quandre Diggs, Buddha Baker, Marshawn Lattimore, James Bradbury, and Jamal Adams. And then to round things off, uh, you have obviously the special teamers, and you have the long snapper Tyler Ott. I will not lie to you. I am a football fan. I watch a lot of football. I could not tell you off the top of my head, which team Tyler Ott plays for. Uh, but congratulations to him for making it as the long snapper of the NFC team. And then Jack Fox. Oh boy, there's another guy I might not be able to name what team he's on. And then Young-Way Koo, the Korean player. Uh, the I think he's the only Cor- Korean-born player in NFL history. I could be wrong. I should maybe not say that, but I think that's the truth. Uh, and he's the leading scorer in the NFL this year. So, young Q, uh Q, congratulations. And then Cordero Patterson as the uh, kick returner for the NFC. And then Nick Bellore, uh for uh, the special teamer there. And that rounds out the Pro Bowl rosters. And I would encourage you to not take them too seriously. Because when it comes down to it, the Pro Bowl is a popularity contest. Because they let fans vote on it. And that seems like such a, a weird thing. I think the All-Pro list is is much more telling as to who uh, is the best players in the NFL. It is unfortunate that pro, that Hall of Fame voters look at Pro Bowls as a way to get people into the NFL when the Pro Bowl is not what it used to be. It's most of the time it's not the best players getting in. It's not the most deserving players getting in. Uh, but it's a popularity contest, and it's who people know. Uh, and and you know we see that every year. Some guys. How did they make it in? Some guys, how did they miss it? But, you know, it's just a game and it's not even being played this year either. Because of COVID, there's actually going to be no Pro Bowl. So these are just for fun, I guess. But those are the Pro Bowl uh, rosters. And now we got through that. And now why don't we jump into every single game uh, from week 15 of the 2020 NFL season. First up, the first game of the week, as I was far away from the mic, and now I moved closer in the middle of my sentence. It sounded good, I Did think. Did it sound good? Should I just do that more
1: often? Yeah, it's kind of like a... I don't even have to add like effects. It's yeah. kind of like you're fading yourself. It's and like I'm over here, and
0: then I'm talking. <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, but Continue. The, but the first game of the week was the Thursday night game between the Chargers and the Raiders. And the Raiders went into this game needing a win, absolutely needing a win, uh, to keep their slim playoff chances alive. And I tell you what, just like every week it seems like with the Raiders, when they needed a win most, when they needed a win to save their season, they blew it, And that's exactly what happened. They lost thirty to twenty seven to the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert finished twenty two for thirty two, three hundred and twelve yards, two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Uh, and Marcus Mariota came in this game. Obviously, Derek Carr was injured. Uh, he, he pulled his groin, I think, on the first drive of the game for the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, rather. So Marcus Mariota comes in, a guy who hadn't played meaningful snaps since last year uh, before getting benched for Ray, Ryan Tannehill. And he played pretty well, actually. Marcus Mariota was exciting. He came off the bench uh, completely cold, uh, but he was athletic. He was making uh, some good throws. And don't get me wrong, he wasn't perfect. He made some mistakes. He had a killer pick at the end of this game uh, that, that put the Chargers in position to win. Uh, they did not win, but they put them in position to win. But he finished with 226 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Uh, and then he had 88 yards on the ground and a touchdown. He had a, uh, some pretty cool uh, runs. He had a, one awesome touchdown run. Marcus Mariota, he impressed me quite a bit. I've, I've talked about, uh, I think on this podcast, when we first started how Marcus Mariota made the Titans the most boring uh, offense in football last year, essentially. And then when they went to Ryan Tannehill, completely switched. But he was not boring at all. He was actually quite entertaining to watch. In this game, but he was not the best quarterback as Justin Herbert, I think, kind of locked up uh, offensive rookie of the year uh, in this game. It was prime time game; everybody's watching, and he played really well. Even though it's against a terrible Oakland or sorry, Las Vegas Raiders defense, he played uh, phenomenal again. Uh, and I think this this will all but wrap it up uh, for offensive rookie of the year. That's Justin Herbert's uh, award to lose at this point. Uh, he looked really good. Uh, and and the Raiders officially complete their uh, complete collapse as they were looking good, looking in playoff contention for the second straight year, uh, and they collapse and will miss the playoffs. I mean, they're still technically with you know in contention for the playoffs, but they're not making the playoffs. On to the next game, and it was the first of two Saturday games. We're now into the Saturday game uh, version of the 2020 NFL season. And it was the Bills. Versus the Broncos, and it was, wait for it, a shellacking. Oh, wait, a what? Sorry? A sh- 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 shellacking. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly right. It was a shellacking of epic proportion. The Bills win 48 to 19. That's a lot of points to a little bit of points. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs continue to just completely tear teams apart. I mean, they are unstoppable. When they're clicking on all cylinders, there is no duo in the league. This year that has been as deadly as Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Josh Allen finished 20 28 for 40, 359 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And he had 33 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. So he had four all-purpose touchdowns. Stephon Diggs finished with 147 yards on 11 receptions. Cole Beasley pitched in 112 yards. And this was a complete domination basically from the beginning. Uh, the Bills are not, we talk about this every week, the Bills are not a team that's going to lose games that they should win. They win the games they should win, and it's just week in and week out with this team. They will they they are not like another team that we're gonna talk about that played on Monday night football this week. They're not a team that is gonna go into a game where they're projected to win, where they're the better team uh and and lose. I mean, we they had really one game you can talk about, and that was the the Arizona Cardinals game, and that was on a Hail Mary, crazy finish that they lost. But other than that, they've only lost uh, to the Titans, that's a good loss. They've lost to the Chiefs. That's a good loss. I mean, this team just wins. They go in and, and honestly, Stefan Diggs, his ability to find open spots on the field has been so key. And and Josh Allen's development, how he's gone from uh, a guy that I did not believe in whatsoever uh, prior to this season, and I hated on uh, episode in and out. Uh, I, I, I really didn't think that he would ever get to this point. I mean, his improvement has been... Wicked. I mean, it's it's insane how he's developed into one of the, probably a top five quarterback in the NFL. Uh, definitely this season, he's an MVP candidate. Uh, and this Bills team, when they're clicking on all cylinders, I don't think there is a team uh, in the NFL in the AFC playoff picture that cannot be defeated by this Bills team. You can say, you know, Kansas City is as good uh, as as any team, is better than any team in the NFL. But you got to remember that the NFL playoffs, it's a one game series that's it you have one chance and I think the the Bills if you catch them on a good day they can defeat anybody in this league I mean they their defense has is is improving they were they were bad there for a couple weeks They're they're getting back and to see Josh Allen uh, and Stephon Diggs and, and even the run game was getting going uh, at points and it, and it kind of has the last few weeks to see them go in and really completely tear apart what is a what's it's a pretty good uh, defense for the Denver Broncos it's not a bad defense uh, and, and they dominate so there's there's few more dangerous teams right now in my opinion in the NFL than the Buffalo Bills and as far as the Broncos go they're officially uh, eliminated from the playoffs Drew Locke came back to Earth I'm sure they'll be looking for a new quarterback next year they have potential they have talent they have young talent uh, but I don't think Drew Locke is the guy there uh, in the same sense that Josh Allen is absolutely the guy uh, in Buffalo. And on to the final Saturday game, and it was the Panthers at the Packers. The Packers, whoa, that was a stutter. But the Packers walk away with a 24-16 victory over the Panthers. Aaron Rodgers had his quietest game of the season. He has just 143 yards, 20 for 29, one touchdown, uh, no interceptions. And he did have a rushing touchdown. But Aaron Jones, when Aaron Rodgers uh, has a quiet game, the other Aaron on the team steps up. And has 20 carries, 145 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater played all right. Uh, he's, he, I, you know, I think you have to ask the question for Carolina: Will they be? Will they be looking for a quarterback after this season? Uh, it seemed like when Teddy Bridgewater signed that he was kind of a bridge quarterback. They were maybe going to bring in a rookie, uh, and I think that is probably still the case uh, there for Carolina. I wouldn't be surprised to see them. Uh, draft a guy in the, in the first round or or second round to come in and maybe develop behind Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, but uh, Green Bay, this is another good win for Green Bay as they continue to be the number one seed there in the NFC, uh, and they have just a complete offense. I mean, they they are uh, they are so balanced in the sense that they have Aaron Rodgers, an MVP candidate, a guy who can just light people up for five touchdowns, 400 yards. And then in a game like this, where he only has 143 yards and a touchdown, you have Aaron Jones, who's one of the better running backs uh, in the NFL, who can just light your team up. Uh, And Carolina obviously doesn't have a very good defense, but we've seen Green Bay do this to good defenses. Uh, And there's no doubt, uh, you know, they're the number one seed. It's going to be so hard for a team to go into Lambeau Field uh, if this holds uh, them at the number one seed. It's going to be so hard for a team to go into Lambeau Field and defeat this Green Bay Packers team. Now on to Sunday's games, and we're going to start things off with something that we have not talked about a single time so far this season, and that was the New York Jets winning a football game for the very first time in the 2020 NFL season. Can you believe it? Give them a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. They've done it, the New York Jets. Have won a game. They win 23-20 to over the Los Angeles Rams. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, I knew they would win a game at some point. I was starting to lose hope. But I always say uh, whenever a team looks like they're going to go win 16, I've always said they're going to win a game at some point. And I was wrong one time when the Browns went uh, winless. But I, it's just so hard to lose 16 games. All 16 games uh, of an NFL season. The Jets will not go down. Uh, 0-16. Sam Darnold finished 22 for 31, uh, 207 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. Frank Gore played fine. He had 23 carries, 59 yards. That's 2.6 yards per carry. But he had one reception for six yards, and that was a game-clinching first down. Uh, He fell backwards into a first down, clinching the very first win for the New York Jets. And that's good enough to get Frank Gore, our average Joe, of the no week. Way. Yeah. That's right. You know all about Frank Gore, Joe. Why don't you tell him? Listen, Frank Gore, you can say whatever
1: you want about Frank Gore. Mm. But at the end of the day, he's gonna put in work. He's gonna show it on the field. Mm. You're gonna see at the end of the day. Frank Gore's a coach, isn't he?
0: No, no. Nope. <laughs>
1: okay, he's gonna scratch that. I'll cut it out. He's like sort of a he's coach. He's gonna player. do it. Like he's gonna do it on the field. He's gonna. <laughs> he he's seriously gonna show yeah where he came from you know? <laughs> you know he started from the bottom now he's here and um that's fairly good actually you're, you're kind of actually describing frank gore yeah uh
0: you know he's just like a workman yeah you know? he's like
1: he's a hard worker like yeah. nobody you're gonna you're not gonna see many other people in the nfl work like yeah. frank gore works yeah, absolutely and like in the way he's come up yeah. honestly yeah from the team that he plays
0: on, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, which is the Jets. Yeah, the
1: Jets. <laughs> Look at that. Thank you. That's great. Yeah, he, and uh, another thing about uh, <laughs>
0: Mr. Gore is no, I'm I'm done. Okay, well, Frank Gore, he did come out of the college, and he had two torn ACLs, uh, and people thought that he would never have a su- in, successful career in one leg or both legs. Bo- both legs, both okay. knees. He actually has he blew out both knees at one point, not at the same time, but he oh. just had two blown out knees, uh, and He's now the... He's had more games played at running back than anybody in in history. Uh, so congratulations to Frank Gores. He he does not go out in what could be his last season uh, 0-16. This is a complete embarrassment for the Rams. I mean, wow. This is just really bad. As a team that is going to be in the playoffs and a team that's played good football at times this year and a team that a lot of people believed in, including myself, uh, this is a really tough loss to have. Uh, you never want to be the one. You know, in, in, in the 1-15 and 15 record that the Jets will most likely end up. You don't want to be that one. Uh, and now they are that one. And that's a disappointing loss. Jared Goff uh, at times just just isn't it for this team. Uh, and they, they got off to just a horrible start. And they, they, they almost came back in the second half. I thought for sure the Jets were going to blow this again. Uh, but they did blow having the first overall pick. As now, currently as it stands, the Jacksonville Jaguars now sit uh, alone atop uh, the NFL draft order. So they uh, will potentially be drafting the golden boy, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, a lot of Jets fans not happy about this win. It's crazy that uh, you're you know, disappointed when your team wins, but with the whole tanking mentality, uh, believe me, I went through it as a Dolphins fan last year. Uh, it's a weird feeling, but uh, Jets fans were not happy uh, about this win. But I'll tell you what, Frank Gore and all those players on that Jets team, I can guarantee you they were pretty happy about it. And now moving on to a couple of shellackings in a row. We're going to try to get through some of these games a little bit quicker. Uh, we had the Jaguars at the Ravens. And the Ravens just shellack the Jacksonville Jaguars 40-14. to We talked about the Jags having the first overall pick. And this is how you get the first overall pick, by not even competing in games. Gardner Minshew could not do enough uh, to defeat a Red Hot Baltimore Ravens team, Lamar Jackson had a had a pretty good day throwing the ball. Uh, actually, he had 243 yards for the air, three touchdowns. He did have a pick, also had a touchdown on the ground. Dez Bryant catches his very first touchdown in almost four years in the NFL. He catches a touchdown, uh, good for him, to come all the way back. Uh, throughout all those injuries, he came back with the Saints and then tore his Achilles. So good for him to be all the way back. Uh, that was nice to see. He had just that one catch for 11 yards, but it was a big one there. Uh, And now, like we talked about, the Jags now have the number one pick uh, going into uh, the 2021 NFL Draft. As it stands right now, who knows? Uh, There's still two more games to be played. Things could change. But as it stands right now, they have number one pick. And the Ravens are all the way back. They're a scary team again. If they can win out and if the Dolphins stumble at some point uh, and the Ravens get into the playoffs, they are a frisky team and a team that could be dangerous uh, for anybody in the AFC playoffs uh, I think, and then we had the Lions at the Titans, and this was another shellacking. The Titans walk away with a forty-six to twenty-five victory over the the Detroit Lions. Uh, Ryan Tannehill finishes twenty-one for twenty-seven, two hundred seventy-three yards, three touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. What a day for Ryan Tannehill! Derek Henry continues his tear late in the season. Uh, He is 24 carries, 147 yards, uh, and a touchdown. Matthew Stafford left this game uh, with an injury late. Chase Daniel had to come in and finish the game. Uh, But this game was not close. Uh, Detroit was destroyed uh, by the Tennessee Titans. Uh, The Titans, we talked about the Green Bay Packers having a very balanced offense. The Titans might also have one of the most balanced offenses in the NFL. We saw last year during their run there in the AFC playoffs, Ryan Tannehill did not do a whole lot. When it came to the playoffs. But to me this is a team that can beat you in both ways. And they do it week in and week out. And with Derrick Henry running the way he is. They're another team uh, like we just talked about with the Baltimore Ravens. Who could wreak havoc on the AFC playoffs. They're a team that I think if they get hot. Uh, they could do some serious damage there in the AFC playoffs. And Derrick Henry is getting real close uh, to 2,000 yards. Will he get there? He's got 321 yards that he needs to get in two games. So that's kind of a tall task. But the way that he's been playing this year. I wouldn't be totally totally surprised, especially if he plays both those games, if he does get to 2,000 yards, but a big-time win for the Tennessee Titans and for the Detroit Lions. uh, It's just another week. And then we had the Giants hosting the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns This seemed kind of like a trap game, a game where the old Cleveland Browns would have gone in and lost, but that's not what happened in this game. The Cleveland Browns walk away with a 20-6 victory on Sunday Night Football against the New York Giants. Baker Mayfield finishes 27 for 32, 297 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, and Colt McCoy, uh, he had two, 221 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Baker has been really good lately. Uh, he is, even in that loss to the Ravens, I mean, Baker, he, he started off the season, and for most of the beginning, the early stages of the season, uh, this team was kind of winning in spite of him. He wasn't doing a whole lot, and now Baker Mayfield has really turned a corner these last few weeks, and he's playing at a really high level, which I love to see. I love the Cleveland Browns. I love the team that they've built there, uh, and it's good to see them win. Uh, this was my lock of the week. I locked up the Browns to beat uh, the New York Giants, and that's exactly what happened. So thank you, Browns, and a good win as they now have a chance to potentially win the AFC North with uh, the first-place team we'll talk about uh, in a little bit. Completely pooping the bet. And then we had the San Francisco 49ers against the Dallas Cowboys. And this was a 41-33 victory for my Dallas Cowboys. Not exactly my Dallas Cowboys. They're a team that I loved before the season. And at this point, I'm okay if they just go away. Uh, But with this win, they're somehow still in playoff contention. Uh, They're just a game back behind the Washington football team even when it seemed like they were dead and gone at 5-9. and nine. Uh, It's crazy. They're 5-9, and nine and they still have a, a very good chance to make the playoffs. The 49ers who lost this game are 5-9, and nine and they are officially eliminated uh, from the playoffs. So that shows even more so how terrible the NFC East has been. Andy Dalton finished 19 for 33, 209 yards, uh, and no touchdowns and in one interception. Tony Pollard, who was the starter at the last second, as Ezekiel Elliott, who's been awful this year, uh, was scratched uh, to start this game. But Tony Pollard played a pretty good game. He's been good at times this year. He had two touchdowns on 69 yards uh, on just 12 carries. Nick Mullins, 21 for 36, 219 yards, two touchdowns. He had two interceptions and a fumble loss, so not a good game for old Nicky Mullins. Uh, And honestly, who cares about this game? I'm not going to lie. I don't want to talk about it too much. Uh, These are two teams that are, are kind of... Uh, irrelevant for different reasons, but also kind of the same reasons. You know, teams that were devastated by injuries. Obviously, Dak Prescott not there uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, and nobody there for the San Francisco 49ers. So two teams who played a game, and uh, that's essentially what happened. Then we move on to the next game. It's the Seahawks at the Washington Football Team, uh, and the Seahawks walk away with a 20 to 15 victory over Washington. Dwayne Haskins cannot pick up the win in his first start. Uh, since the beginning of the season. Uh, he finished 38 for 55, 295 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, Logan Thomas continued to play well, but it was not enough to beat uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson only had 121 yards, uh, had a touchdown a to pick, also had 52 yards. And Seattle as a whole had 170 rushing yards, so that was good to see their rushing game uh, kind of carry them uh, as as Russell Wilson did not play uh, his best football against this pretty good uh, Washington uh, football team defense, uh, but uh, a great day on the ground for them. Uh, the NFC East now officially, with with Washington losing this game, will not have a winning team uh, as the winner of the division. Uh, the best a team can finish right now is Washington finishing at six and eight. So you gotta love that. Uh, sort of an unimpressive win for Seattle, but a win is a win, and a loss is a loss and football is still football. And then we move on to my team, the Miami Dolphins, picking up a big time win to stay alive in the playoffs, stay at the number seven seed uh, with a 22 to 12 victory over the New England Patriots. The Dolphins move to nine and five and stay alive. in the New England Patriots for the first time since 2008, the year Tom Brady tore his ACL, uh, will not be in the playoffs. It's crazy to see That this dynasty has finally, mercifully been ended. And it's by my Miami Dolphins finally putting the final nail in the coffin here for the Patriots. Tua and the Dolphins, the undermanned Dolphins, played well in the second half. The first half was uh, pretty much a disaster. Uh, Cam Newton cannot throw. I mean, he is very inaccurate. He is Carson Wentz level inaccurate. Uh, they They really played around him. that the the Patriots in this game. They try to just run the ball, run out the clock, uh, keep the ball out of the Dolphins' hands. And that's what kind of happened as they were up 6 to nothing going into halftime. Uh, But Tua played a much better second half. He finished 145 yards. Uh, He did not have a touchdown through the air, but he had two rushing touchdowns. He did have a pretty bad interception there in the red zone uh, that he learned from later on where he was in the exact same spot that he threw that first interception, and instead of forcing a ball in as he's getting hit, like he did the first time, he just took it in himself, ran it for a nice score, uh, and that really changed and flipped momentum there for Miami. Uh, Salvin Ahmed had 23 carries, 122 yards, and a touchdown. He runs well, uh, and then you had Matt Breida finally having a big game: 12 carries for 86 yards, uh, as 250 yards rushing on the day for Miami, a team that averaged the worst yards. Uh, per, per game uh, in the NFL. They're a team that could not get the run game going. So that was nice to see, uh, especially when they were missing two of top five targets, uh, receiving targets going into this game. You didn't have Mike Kosicki. You didn't have Devontae Parker. Didn't have Jakeem Grant. Uh, didn't have Preston Williams. Didn't have uh, Miles Gaskin. All those guys missing for Miami. So a gritty win by this Miami's team. by this Miami team and Tua continues to improve. Uh, and the Patriots, they have a lot of work to do. Uh, Cam Newton just is not the answer there uh, in New England. Then on to the next game, and it's the Texans at the Colts. And the Texans lose once again at the last second uh, to the Indianapolis Colts on a fumble. They were in scoring range. And then Kiki Kuti, the man with the name, what a name, Kiki Kuti gets stripped uh, going to the end zone. Uh, the Colts recover, win this game 27 220. Phillip Rivers has been playing fairly well 22 for 28, 228 yards, uh, two touchdowns, no picks. Jonathan Taylor just continues to come into his own after struggling for most of the season. He had 83 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Deshaun Watson still has no help. That guy needs a ton of help. I mean, uh, and not to say that he's not good and he needs help, but. He needs help. I mean, he cannot do it himself. He had 373 yards passing on two touchdowns, uh, but he just cannot do it on him, on his own. And the Colts are another team. I mean, I, I guess you can't say that every team going to the AFC playoffs could potentially shock some, uh, could shock uh, the world. But the the Colts have a a dominant defense at times, and if Philip Rivers just plays mistake-free football and they can get establish a run game. They're just as dangerous as anybody in the AFC playoffs, right?
1: Yeah, like I'd say, <laughs> personally, I'd say so.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay.
1: On to the next game. <laughs> we got the Miami Dolphins at the Washington Cardinals. <laughs> and this one was a shellacking. Wow! And I'm going to say it. No, I know that the Miami Dolphins played the Patriots and they won this week. Yeah. Was it a shellacking?
0: It was pretty good. It was a pretty good win. You just went over that game, didn't yeah, you? I yeah, I did.
1: I didn't. Sorry.
0: And then we had the Chicago Bears playing the Minnesota Vikings in a real loser goes home game. Uh, this was two teams that desperately needed a win to keep their playoff hopes alive. And Biskey, our boy Biskey, picks mm-hmm. up another big win. This offense, on a serious note, has been... So much better with Mitch. Are you Bisky. surprised? I'm not surprised. You, I'm I've not been even saying surprised. this. Man. I'm not even surprised I'm, at all. I'm not. Our boy Biskey Mitcher, he, mm-hmm. he's come in and he's made this team legit. Okay, they're a legit team. They can come in and they can, you know, win in the playoffs. They're a game behind the Cardinals right now, uh, but he finished 202 yards, a touchdown, and a pick, which is not, you know, amazing, but uh, better than Nick Foles. Uh, give me a break. And then David Montgomery had 32 carries, 146 yards, and two touchdowns. He's been playing crazy good all of a sudden. This Bears team has really turned around since benching uh, Nick Foles. Uh, Kirk Cousins played fine. Uh, Dalvin Cook has continued to play awesome. 24 carries, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, The loser indeed will go home in this game. I think the Vikings are cooked. This season is lost. It looked like they were going to come back. And they were going to make a, make the playoffs and, and somehow, after a terrible start, uh, you know, make the playoffs somehow. Uh, I'm <laughs> just going to repeat myself a couple times. Uh, but uh, they they are not. After losing the Chicago Bears, this is a big win for Chicago. Uh, who knows if they can do anything in the playoffs, even get a win uh, or even compete. But they're playing fun football. They're a lot more fun since putting our boy Biskey back into action is Biskey Business. Uh, and and Biskey showed uh, the Vikings the business this week. Then we have the Buccaneers at the Falcons in this game. You could not write it uh, any better. The Falcons had a 17 to nothing vi- uh, lead, not a victory, not yet. That's impossible for the Atlanta Falcons. when playing Tom Brady, 17 to nothing uh, lead over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a disastrous start for Tampa Bay. Uh, but the Buccaneers come back in the second half to win 31 to 27. and it's almost like the Falcons blowing these leads is a joke that isn't even funny anymore. They just do it all the time. And it's like we get it. You guys cannot keep a lead. just like stop it. It's not funny. It's like beating a dead horse. but it's it's insane that Tom Brady, the team that uh, the guy that ripped the soul out of this Atlanta Falcons team with that 28 to3 comeback, uh, in the Super Bowl. Does it again. Coming back from down 17 at half. Uh, Tom Brady finished three, 31 for 45. 390 yards. Two touchdowns. Antonio Brown has his has his first touchdown. Uh, with the Tampa Buccaneers. And it's a huge game winning touchdown. He finished with 93 yards. Uh, and a touchdown. Matt Ryan put up good numbers. Uh, Calvin Ridley put up good numbers. Uh, but it just wasn't enough. The Bucs... Uh, they're inconsistent. They're inconsistent. They are, uh, there are times where they look like one of the worst teams in football, like they did in the first half. And then there are times like in the second half where they look like one of the best teams in football. Uh, and, and that's what makes them sort of a, a weird entity going into playoffs. Uh, if you catch them at the right time, they could destroy teams all the way to the, to the Super Bowl. Or they could be a first-round exit. And I would not be surprised either way. And then we had the Eagles... At the Cardinals in the battle of the two former Oklahoma quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts getting his second start uh, versus Kyler Murray. Uh, And this was a fun game. This was a fun game. This reminded me a lot of when Tua uh, and Kyler were playing uh, just a few months ago now. I think it's been now. Uh, But the the Cardinals walk away with a 33-26 victory uh, over the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Kyler Murray finishes with 406 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, He did have an interception, but he also had a touchdown on the ground. He played uh, at an MVP level in this game. Uh, He went back to destroying defenses like we saw uh, at at times this season. And then DeAndre Hopkins has himself a big game, 169 yards and a touchdown. And Jalen Hurts is playing so well. I mean, he played well enough to win at times in this game. He made a couple throws uh, into the end zone that should have maybe uh, tied up the game late uh, for the for the um, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, this was uh, this was a good game. He finished with 338 yards, three touchdowns, uh, and and no picks. He also had 63 yards on the ground and a touchdown. He's just playing well. I mean, he's not playing like a rookie. Uh, he 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 just is proving that he should have started a while ago, uh, and that Doug Peterson was making a mistake by leaving Carson Wentz out there. Uh, but uh, but it was a good game for both players and a really fun game. If you have not got the chance to look uh, or to watch this game, make sure you go back and, and watch it. And who knows, Jalen Hurts, he might be able to uh, be the, the, the future starter. It looks like more and more like Carson Wentz is not going to be there. Uh, Jalen Hurts could take over uh, into next year, uh, and he, he deserves it with the way he's played these last two weeks. And then we had the Chiefs at the Saints, a potential game of the year matchup. And this is a 32 to 29 victory for the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes finishes 254 yards, three touchdowns. Drew Brees, 234 yards, uh, three touchdowns, and a pick. Drew Brees started off super slow uh, in this game. He was 0 for 6, uh, no completions uh, for the very first time uh, in his career. He had never gone 0 for 5 to start a game, and he went 0 for 6 in this game, struggled, struggled to get off. Uh, the mat and really both teams kind of started slow uh, Saints defense actually I thought played pretty well at times but it's just like we talked about with the Dolphins when they face the Kansas City Chiefs it's you just have to play a perfect game uh, to to beat the Kansas City Chiefs and the New Orleans Saints did not do that uh, Drew Brees did not look totally ready he was not there uh, physically and mentally it didn't look like but uh Kansas City led time of possession in this game, 41 minutes to 18 minutes for the New Orleans Saints. And that was a big uh, difference maker in this game. Uh, the Chiefs are absolutely still the team to beat in the NFL. Uh, they just do some crazy things. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Elaire was hurt in this game. It looks like he should potentially be back for the playoffs, uh, but they have so many weapons. And some of the some of the plays that they drew up in this, this game, you had a, a weird little shovel pass for a touchdown to Travis Kelsey. Uh, and then just just some just crazy. I mean, they they had that uh, triple option type play to Le'Veon Bell for a touchdown. I mean, just uh, Andy Reid is having himself a good time. Eric Bien-Aimé, uh, and this team is they're, they're going to be hard to beat. I, it's it's hard to imagine the Chiefs losing uh, in the playoffs. And then on to the final game from Week 15, and it was the Monday Night Football game, and it's these Pittsburgh Steelers who just a few weeks ago were 11 and 0, and people were asking. Are they going to go undefeated? Are they going to go undefeated? 16-0. And now they've lost three in a row and they lose this game to the 3-10-1 Cincinnati Bengals. A 27-17 win for the Bengals who had Ryan Finley, a guy who looks like a punter, uh, starting there at quarterback. Ryan Finley finished 7-13, for 89 yards and a touchdown. Giovanni Bernard had himself a pretty good game, 83 yards on 25 carries. Uh, for a touchdown, uh, Big Ben. Man, he was rusty in this game. I mean, he he's looked washed, and this offense in general has looked washed these last few weeks. Uh, the last three weeks, they just have not been able to get anything established. Definitely not a run game. Uh, the receivers are dropping balls left and right. Uh, they could not get anything going early. They were down 17 to nothing at the half to Ryan Finley and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, this was an embarrassing, embarrassing loss. Uh, the Pittsburgh offense is boring, and bad, and not fun. Uh, and and this is you know a lot of people hating on the Pittsburgh Steelers and Pittsburgh Steelers fans wondering why. And it's it's when you have Juju Smith-Schuster doing TikTok dances on on the on the logos of his opposing teams before games. It's not hard to tell. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers have always been very good at making themselves unlikable. So when you go 11 and 0 and then you lose three straight games. Uh, it's pretty, you know, it's to be expected that a lot of people are going to make fun of you, and they absolutely deserve it. They played so bad in this game. They did not deserve to win. I thought for a second there they might come back and win this game, but the Bengals with a huge upset over the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Steelers look lost right now. You got to hope if you're a Steelers fan they figure something out in these last two weeks because they played the Cleveland Browns uh, in week seven, 17. If they lose uh, this upcoming game against the Colts, There's a good chance that uh, the Cleveland Browns can come in and steal that division, which seemed impossible just three weeks ago. But that wraps up every single game from week 15. And before we get into our picks, why don't we just get into a little bit of the Christmas spirit, Joe? You feeling it? I don't know if you have any Christmas music. Is that too much to ask? Some Christmassy sounds or some Christmasy music? Yeah. Hang on. Are those jingle bells? Oh my goodness! I, he, you hear that too? I do. Oh wow! Oh, this is really nice. This is, this is feeling, a lot like Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, or holidays. You know, we don't want to offend people. Oh, <laughs> God. Holidays. holidays. You know, before we get, you know, people that get really mad when people say happy holidays. Uh, when you're like, oh, just say merry Christmas. There's other holidays around this time. You know, Hanukkah. Yeah kwanzaa, kwanzaa. Are, even that, new year's kwanzaa a, was
1: that right yeah kwanzaa yeah yeah december like like november to december that the last end of the year has a lot of holidays yeah. in it. You're it's right. not
0: like a thing that we're like they're like disrespecting god by not saying christmas it's like yeah. there are other holidays think about somebody else other than yourself for once come on uh yeah. we're trying to get in the christmas <laughs> spirit here that was Joe. so anti Anti-Christ- Anti-Christmas. Yeah, I'm anti-Christian sock. as a Christian man. Uh, but we're going to be giving some gifts to people, you know, in the NFL universe. Some people, you know, they need help. They need, you know, somebody to give them, uh, a, lend them a hand. They, they might be struggling or maybe, you know, everybody needs a gift every once in a while. Joe, I don't know if you have any gifts that you want to give to any specific people, maybe in the NFL world or, or you know, just, or otherwise. In, just in life in general. You know, you <laughs> it's kind of putting you on the spot, but... Uh, I'll think about it. You'll think about it? I'll Fan- think about it. Fantastic. I, I'm, I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to give gifts to people uh, in the NFL universe. Uh, and the first gift that I have to give uh, is one that is, you know, it might be a sacrifice for somebody out there and maybe even including myself, uh, but I'm going to give Joe Burrow a brand new knee a brand new knee you can even take my knee my knee is not very good joe you'll be pretty (laughs) disappointed by it not gonna lie i was
1: i was talking to you at work today and you you literally had to sit down yeah i know i did you said oh but it's my shins and also my my ankle yeah no it
0: was you're in bad shape i could hardly stand today at work it was really rough i'm 23 almost not even 23 yet Mm -hmm. and i already Holy smokes. Yeah, I was in a lot of pain leg-wise. So, Joe, maybe not mine, but I want to give you a knee because you were so fun, so cool as a rookie quarterback. You played so well, and it was so disappointing to see that brutal, brutal knee injury. It would be so nice to have you back. So, please, take a knee. Literally, take a knee. I'm giving you a brand new knee, Joe Burrow, uh, for the holiday season. And the next gift I want to give, it's another young quarterback, another fun quarterback that just had... A rough go, Uh, but this is in a a little bit of a different sense, Uh, and and it's Deshaun Watson. I'm going to give you help. That's what I'm giving you this Christmas. Uh, You're playing so well. You're playing at an MVP level, but you just can't do it on your own. Your defense stinks. Uh, You don't have a head coach. Your GM uh, also not there because they were the same person. Um, You have nobody at receiver, and anybody that you did have is suspended, um, you just need help. So I don't know if, you know, what specifically, it's sort of a mystery gift. You don't know what's in it. It could be Alan Robinson this off season. It could be, uh, I was going to say somebody in the draft, but you're missing your first and second round pick. Uh, maybe I should have given you some, some, some draft picks, uh, as a gift, but I'm going to get you help Deshaun Watson. You need help. I can see it. Uh, you're, you can just tell by your eyes, you need help. You can't do it on your own. Uh, and we're going to give you help. This year for Christmas, and then moving on. Joe, you got? Have you figured out a gift yet? Before we move on to more. No, I was just gonna say you said for Christmas. Oh shoot, sorry. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's right. I don't know, Deshaun, if you're if you're Jewish or if you're. Yeah. What's, the, what's
1: Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa is um Irish.
0: That's not true. Anyways, so
1: <laughs> That's not true. Top of the morning to you. Oh, <laughs> That's so ignorant. That's I so no racist, idea. probably. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: it's rude. <laughs> absolutely not. It was a it was. I a think Wanza is an African thing, actually. But uh, should goes to show how much we know on this show. I said it purely yeah, as a show. joke.
1: It is an African-American Yeah, sure. okay.
0: All right. So, uh, Deshaun, for the holidays, we're going to give you help. And then on to the next team. That needs a little bit of help. This is a team that had the number one seed uh, locked up, it seemed like, in the NFC. But now it's no longer the case. And that's the team that lost to the Chiefs this week, the New Orleans Saints. And the gift that I'm going to give you is home field advantage for the playoffs. Um, You need it so bad. (laughs) This is a gift that you really need. You know, sometimes you get gifts uh, at Christmas that are fun things. You know, Joe, like... uh, like uh oh for instance i'm getting a ps5 for christmas <laughs> so that is going to be so no pressure fun. uh you know ps5 uh a nerf gun uh <laughs> you know uh a real gun i don't know stuff like that you get stuff that's fun sometimes you get practical things socks a
1: vacuum cleaner listen i get i get socks and underwear every year for christmas mm. and i
0: love it exactly because i honestly never have to buy my own (laughs) i have way too many socks and most of them are just christmas gifts yeah so it's yeah and that's kind of like what we're doing here for the saints it might not be something you know amazing we're not giving you money we're not giving you a gun but we're gonna give you home field advantage because your quarterback is very old uh, and his arm is is a noodle right now uh, and i don't think he can go up to green bay in the cold and win a playoff game. I don't think it can happen. I think we talked about last week, no team needs home field advantage more than the dome bound or the dome living uh, New Orleans Saints. They need home field advantage. I don't believe in them uh, going into a cold environment like Green Bay and picking up a win. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, but that they don't have to in this universe that we're living in because I'm giving them home field advantage As a Christmas gift. Sorry, Green Bay. Sorry, every other team in the NFC. Uh, I'm going to give this to the New Orleans Saints. uh, So they have no more excuses. Here's your gift. I hope you enjoy it. And then we're going to get really mystical with this next gift. And it's for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to give you a redo. A redo. Isn't this something that we all wish we could have, uh, (laughs) Rat Joe? Thoughts? Would you would you not like a redo for Christmas? No. Nothing? You have I no, don't, no I, regrets? I don't regret anything because
1: I think that everything, you know, like everything kind of <laughs> happens like for a reason. Mm. And if I were to, gr- if like if I have regrets, I'm trying to change the past. You can't change the past. It's mm. so very I like, good. I like to live in the now. Yeah. I like to live in the moment. You know what it's, I mean? You
0: know, it's sort of like the butterfly effect. Like if you go back in time and you kill a butterfly... How does that change everything that's going to happen in the future you know is that what the butterfly effect is i believe so but now i'm insecure about it you always question me on these things uh i think that's what the butterfly effect is uh if you, you just kill a butterfly and it changes you know the course of humanity you never know uh but yeah we're not going to think about that when i'm giving this to the philadelphia eagles i'm giving you a redo Doug Peterson, I'm going to say, makes a better decision. He starts Jalen Hurts earlier in the season. Who knows where you could be right now? You probably still wouldn't have a great record, but you could absolutely be leading this division. You could absolutely uh, have momentum going into the playoffs, have a fun, cool quarterback that's played really well. Uh, And I'm giving you this as a gift because it would have been so fun to see Jalen Hurts a long time ago, uh, and much less frustrating than seeing Carson Wentz Overthrow his receivers uh, by a foot and a half Jalen Hurts has not done that much So I'm giving you guys a redo for the holidays Uh, Redo the season, but this time with a good quarterback and speaking of Carson Wentz I'm gonna give him a little gift as well and this gift is a one-way ticket to Pittsburgh Pennsylvania who wouldn't want to go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for Christmas Uh, well Carson you're gonna have to wait a little bit longer Uh, to to redeem this ticket because it's not the uh, free agent period yet. You're not technically allowed to switch teams. Uh, But Carson Wentz, he needs a fresh start. He's a chicken. He doesn't like to play with any pressure on him. Uh, They did say Big Ben was going to come back again next year. That's what Adam Schefter was reporting. I hope that's wrong because he's not playing well. I think he needs to call it quits. And what a better situation for Carson Wentz to go into... Then in Pittsburgh next year, uh, Joel talked about uh, last week on the Hot Takes episode that if Carson Wentz goes to Pittsburgh, he's going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if I would go that far, but they have so much talent there at receiver uh, and that defense is incredible. Um, so I'm going to give them Carson Wentz, a guy who needs a fresh start. Maybe maybe we can see him get back uh, to where he was. So take this plane ticket And just get out of here, Carson. You need a fresh start. You need uh, to get back to where you used to be. Uh, And no better place to do that than in frigid Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And then my next gift, and this is a gift for the Los Angeles Rams. This is a quick one. I'm just going to give you a brown paper bag. Because you lost to the New York Jets this week. They're a team that uh, is probably one of the worst teams we've ever seen in NFL history. And despite you being playoff bound and all that good stuff, Uh, This is a bad look, so I'm gonna give you one of the paper bags. You can even cut eye holes in it if you want Uh, But wear this with the opposite of pride uh, Because that was embarrassing Uh, And then we move on to the Steelers. I have a couple more gifts I just gave you Carson Wentz, but you know the Steelers are a big topic this week and the first thing I'm going to give is to specifically the wide receivers of The Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm gonna give you a little thing called hairspray Joe thoughts hairspray Hairspray. What do you th- what, what, what? you mean the musical? Yes, yeah, I, I was hoping you'd ask that. No, but I might throw that in as like a little side gift as okay. well. You know when you buy like it's like the the thing is like oh a hundred dollar limit and you're like almost there uh, and you just got to throw in. So I'm gonna find like a four ninety nine copy of Hairspray. That's the one with John <laughs> yeah. Travolta, right? No. Yeah, John Travolta's you're a woman.
1: So full of it. You're John talk- Travolta
0: is a woman in that movie. No. Look it what? up. Look it up. John Travolta I never a, actually watched it. Look it up. John Travolta was actually, in Greece. Can you no, can you look it up, Hairspray? I guarantee you John Travolta is playing a woman. Hey Siri. not ask Siri. Hairspray cast. What's hairspray? Just you. Hairspray I, features John Travolta, Michelle Fox. Ph- Alright. John Travolta is a woman in that in that movie. I'm serious, one hundred percent. Uh but yeah. I'm giving them real hairspray though. I'm talking like Aussie, you know, that brand. Uh or like uh what's another brand of hairspray? um schwartz cup um is that a real thing yes but you say schwartz cup yes sh-
1: sh- sh- schwartz-, sh- schwartz
0: cup <laughs> it's it translates into black head and okay. the logo yeah. is a black schwartz- head yeah schwartz cup okay yeah. all right um i'm gonna give you hairspray but you know why joe tell him why i'm gonna give him the hairspray because
1: oh because oh man Because you spray hairspray on your gloves to get sticky hands? Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. How did you guess that? Um, Because I played flag football in the ninth grade, and it was pouring rain the entire time. Yeah. So I didn't even play. (laughs) No.
0: And the hairspray didn't work because my gloves were soaked. No, yeah. That does not work when it's raining. But the Pittsburgh Steelers need all the help they can get. They have the most drops of any team in the NFL. Deontay Johnson Uh, The wide receiver there in Pittsburgh has more drops than a lot of NFL teams have altogether. So get some hairspray. Put that on those gloves. You guys need help. Uh, This hairspray will do just fine. Uh, And learn to catch because that would help uh, your ailing quarterback a lot. And then finally, my final gift. And this is for another Pittsburgh Steeler and another receiver. But this one's more specific. And this is Juju Smith-Schuster. The guy who loves to do TikTok dances before games. Joe, I don't know if you know this. Uh, but Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, he's, a, he's a young man. Um, he's uh, 24, uh, and he has a TikTok account. And, and on the road, when they're playing uh, at other people's stadiums, before games, he dances on the center field logo. Uh, he does stupid TikTok dances, you know, the ones that they do, the renegade, uh, you know, all those stupid things. Um, and, uh, and he just dances on the logo, which a lot of people take as disrespect. And Juju, for for Juju, I'm going to give him a mirror. A mirror to, to you know, kind of really just look deep into the mirror and realize you're a grown man. Okay? Yeah. And, you know, people are trying to defend him being like, okay, he's young. He's a kid. He's, he's just having fun on TikTok. He's older than I am. And even I'm old enough to be like, okay, I'm a grown man. That's not something that, you know, grown men do. Imagine... Somebody at your work, a grown man, 24, is doing TikTok dances on the regular. <laughs> is that not a little bit embarrassing? Like, I feel like 24 is old enough to realize that TikTok is embarrassing. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, having a podcast is maybe embarrassing as well. So maybe I should get a mirror. But <laughs> <laughs> Juju. And that actually brings me to what
1: I was going to say. Okay. I'm going to give you, Joe. Um, oh, wow. Me. I'm going to give you a gift. Okay. And it's a mirror. No. So you can see how successful you are. Wow. And you know how you've grown. And oh, my how, uh, gosh. Thank you. Anyways, on to our next game. <laughs> okay. on to our next we game. We have the...
0: Br- uh, oh, uh, wrong sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, but that all but wraps up our Christmas segment. We're going to really quickly go through the week 16 picks. Oh my I'm sorry. This is a long episode, my friends. Thank you for sticking uh, to the end. Week 16, we have Christmas Day game. We have Saturday games. We have uh, uh, Sunday games, obviously. So what you're saying is there's a plethora of games. A plethora of games this week and we start things off on Christmas Day, Minnesota versus New Orleans. Give me New Orleans. Minnesota is cooked. Who knows what their motivation factor is. Like uh, New Orleans, I th- still think is good enough uh, to wrestle their demons and beat a Minnesota team that has uh, broken their heart multiple times in the playoffs. And then next up, uh, on Saturday, the first of the three Saturday games is Tampa Bay at Detroit. Give me Tampa Bay. Detroit is not good. Uh, And Tampa Bay is better. Fairly easy. San Francisco at Arizona at 4.30 on Saturday. Uh, I'll take Arizona. Uh, C.J. Bethard is starting there for San Francisco, but I don't think that will make much of a difference. But they did sign Josh Rosen from the Tampa Bay uh practice what that's sort of an interesting factoid uh but and then we have the final what why are you looking at me like that because i said factoid yeah just skip the oid just say fact fact. okay that's fair i I did kind of feel like a dweeb when i
1: said that (laughs) you looked like one and you sounded like one (laughs) okay all right cut it out never do that again okay you're right try again can you actually cut it out though yes
0: (laughs) just cut out the oid part of it okay uh, please <laughs> so choppy and weird yeah it just does not fit at all but it will make me look like less of a loser then we have miami my team playing the las vegas raiders in las vegas i'm gonna pick as my lock of the week miami stays alive stays at the seventh seed they're gonna beat las vegas uh, las vegas has a terrible defense i don't care who's starting at quarterback my dolphins are gonna win this week and then cleveland at new york uh the jets uh, this is the first of the Sunday games. That we, I'm going to take Cleveland uh, despite the Jets winning their first game. Cleveland uh, is going to win. And then the New York Giants at Baltimore. I'm going to pick Baltimore. Houston uh, hosting Cincinnati. Give me Houston. Uh, despite Cincinnati having a big win this week, uh, I think Deshaun Watson will be too much for that Cincinnati defense. And then Chicago at Jacksonville. This is Minshew versus our boy Biskey. Give me Biskey. I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars organization does not have much uh, motivation. Sorry for those listening at home. Joe was just doing <laughs> a throwing motion. And it was... Yeah. It was... Yeah. Okay, and I was, I was doing, He's I was, doing the Heisman. I was doing the Heisman. He's doing the Heisman, but he's doing it very wrong. Uh, <laughs> okay. I wish you guys could see this. This is great. But Chicago is going to beat Jacksonville. And then Atlanta will lose to Kansas City. And then Indianapolis, I think... Will lose to Pittsburgh, unfortunately. I really want to pick Indianapolis, and I want Indianapolis to win. Uh, But I'm going to say Pittsburgh has a bounce-back game at home. They can't win. They can't lose four in a row after winning 11 in a row. They can't. It's like, there's no way. Uh, And then Washington versus Carolina. I'm going to take Washington. I like their defense. Uh, And then Denver at Los Angeles. Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Justin Herbert uh, is playing well. Like he has been all season, really. And then the Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. I'm going to say the Rams have a bounce-back revenge game after getting embarrassed this week. I think they're still a better team than Seattle. Seattle just does not impress me right now. Uh, And then Philadelphia at Dallas. I'll take Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And then Tennessee at Green Bay on Sunday night. I'm actually going to take Tennessee. I could see Derrick Henry having himself a big game uh, and beating Green Bay, upsetting Green Bay. And that would be good... Uh, for New Orleans to maybe get back uh, in that number one seed there in the NFC. And then Buffalo at New England on Monday night. Uh, give me Buffalo. Cam Newton, like we talked about, is bad. So n- that's just that's just how the cookie's going to crumble there on Monday night football. That was so dumb. Uh, but Buffalo's going to win. And that wraps up this week, Joe. It was a real doozy of an episode. Uh, we're getting real close to the end of the season next week. Is week sixteen, and there's how many weeks? In only seventeen weeks. Seventeen weeks regular season. Regular season football, and then we get into the playoffs. Yeah, Uh, really looking for it. Joe is really looking forward. No, it's going to be
1: great. There's going to be less games. There's going to be more action. They're going to like. We're going to see. It's going to come down to the wire.
0: Very good. It's going
1: to come down to the wire in the next few weeks, guys. (laughs) It's going to be good.
0: Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of games in the next couple of weeks that don't mean very much at all. So we'll probably go through the games a little quicker because some of the games just... I mean, it's there's going to be teams that just have nothing to play for. Uh, so we'll try to be a little quicker with that. And we're actually going to skip those games entirely. Entirely. We're, we're not just going to not talk about them. We're going yeah. to veto them. You know, like who wants to talk about uh, you know, Carolina versus... Or Cincinnati versus Houston. That game we could not talk about. Nobody would even notice probably. Yeah. But that'll kind of wrap things up. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, Lord knows I did. Uh, Make sure that you guys have a happy holidays. You know, as everything is chaotic right now and the holidays are happening and it's cold outside. The one thing that keeps on trucking is the average Joe football show. Uh, And here we are another week, another episode in the books. Uh, And I hope you guys have a happy holidays and, uh, is it going to be the new year by the time we record the next? Or how does that work? No. <laughs> no. It, oh, shoot. No, it's not. When does New Year's come? Shoot. How are we this bad at days? I'm bad at all. Yeah. Because I was going to say, see you next next year. Like a, like a dad. No, it's a 29th. Shoot. Well, okay.
1: when they hear it, it's the 31st.
0: Oh, so close. But by the time you're hearing next episode <laughs> it might be the new year what a stupid thing we're saying now but make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore average Joe show give us a five star rating because anything you say as far as five star rating if you go on to Apple Podcasts, you give us a five star rating give us a five star review anything you write in that little thing where you can write something mm-hmm. uh, we'll say it right on the podcast as long as it's not mean or abusive or bad uh, we'll say it on here whatever you want us to say Uh, but yeah, hope you guys enjoy the show and we will catch you guys on the next one.